episode 225 of the Loaded Couch. I join you guys from my house in Texas. Allie Cardboard Box Home. Left over <laughs> project two pounds over. Microsoft CEO Santa Nutella says, <laughs> yes, not us. P.S. Outlaw's Nutella's favorite platform. Ninja and Duties. Diary and questions. And back on the wagon. Which plant seed should this bullet poop? Ferns. Ferns. The manhood flying out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Reach in at your own risk. This This is the loaded couch. He leaned away from his ears. I think that's what I did. Holy shit. All right, now we're back with episode 225 of The Loaded Couch. I am your host, Scotch Hound, and I'm joined by... All right, sorry. I'm the man who already hates August, Scotch Hound, and I'm joined by... (laughs) Do you you hear the cardboard box rustling? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, pass the crack pipe. Uh, and Celtic Fox, Fox says, says <laughs> Alright, and just getting started as we always do uh, Hey listeners, if you are enjoying our weekly podcast Please take a minute to give us a like uh, Thumbs up, whatever those things are on the app you're listening to us through uh, It really helps us get out there to the other uh, people who haven't heard of us yet uh, That second or so that it t- might take you to do so um, Is really going to help us out uh, and share the adventure uh, Thanks so much for listening and coming back week after week We really do appreciate it all right, let's get into the beer mash. Calc, what are you drinking? <laughs> Scotchy all up in my mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. Scotch, <clears throat> drinking the that Napal Castle, the Irish mm-hmm. whiskey. And Scotchy, I told you, I think two weeks ago, this stuff makes me mucusy as all hell. Oh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it does. In, in the like, pants? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gooey, gooey in your throat. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It like cuts through like phlegm in the back of my throat, and then just makes me produce more of it. I don't know what's up. <laughs> you must be deep throat and scotch. Come, why don't you give the listeners a preview of what the rest of the night's gonna be like? <laughs> 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 oh shit! All right, Paige, what are you drinking? Drinking the Chimay. Think Sink from Pierre de Chimay. It's a triple from Belgium. Light copper in color with a little bit of clear and 8% alcohol. The little bit in of case, clear is the ice. I was going to say, in case the what? listeners don't know, Pigeon's actually calling us from hiding under the bed <laughs> drinking the beer. <laughs> we actually, uh, no, yeah, we're actually in the closet. That's where a tornado shelter is. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, I have, we keep on losing in and out of power. And we have no internet, no phone, no cable. And it's like, sunny and 70 degrees out. And it's actually, I think it's in the mid-90s right now. Oh, no, it's 88. Oh. Sorry. feels like 93. And there's so. not a cloud in the sky. There's no rain. I don't know. I hate Texas right now. <laughs> All right, myself, I'm drinking the Limey Goss. It's uh, Victor Brewing Company's Sour Lime Beer uh, out of Downingtown, PA. Brown bottle, 4.7% alcohol. All right, uh, the Pittsfield Company recently helped uh, Lanakai Brewing Company of Hawaii, extract, quote-unquote, space yeast uh, for its interplanetary ale to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. 
the yeast came from a petri dish exposed to air by two NASA research pilots flying over Hawaii's coral reefs and volcanoes. Uh, they flew in the stratosphere, about 70,000 feet above the Earth's surface, and the next uh, layer of air above Earth's atmosphere to collect air-containing yeast. Okay. Mm. So uh, what that really means is they collected a bunch of alien, like, fart dust from the upper atmosphere. <laughs> Thank you for keeping it PC, uh, Calc. I appreciate it. Yeah, geez, Calc. God, what a bigot. A little fart that, dust. Mm. How much they do you think just, they're going to charge extra for that? should call the beer fart dust. <laughs> or a- alien fart. Calc, they're not that high in the eye. Sorry. Okay. Do you uh, do you think they're going to charge extra for the extra uh, mission that they had to fly? They, do you think they had to pay them to do this? I guarantee the better the beer would have tasted the same if they gave me a peach you just and I spun in a circle. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Over Kelk's burnt chicken. Or pulled some yeast <laughs> out of your belly button and made it. Next time, just duct tape it on the side of one, one of SpaceX's rockets. I go up and come back down. We could have put it on a Tesla that went to Mars. <laughs> uh, I think all that yeast would have died vacuum. in space. In the right. vacuum. I don't believe it. All right, moving on. Uh, a Florida surfer in Jacksonville was bitten by a shark on his elbow. I bet that wasn't funny. Uh, the shark attack knocked Frank O'Rourke, a professional surfer, off his board, leaving uh, behind bloody puncture wounds. Uh, but according to friends and witnesses, O'Rourke reportedly overlooked medical attention because he's so intelligent and instead used his shark bite as bait for a few free drinks. <laughs> shark bite, shark bite, shark bite. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. All right. So, quote, he immediately <laughs> went to the bar because he was like, hey, I got bit by a shark. End quote. R.J. Berger, <laughs> a friend and witness, told WJXT, goes on to say, quote, and people were like, I'll buy you drinks. So he hung out at the pier, end quote. I'm like, dude, let me play an Uber to go to the hospital. Yeah. What are you For whatever reason, I was expecting you to say this in like some Australian surfer voice. And I was well, wondering I was if he got like a Cuban. If he got like free fosters at the bar. <laughs> yeah. No, like, oh, it's in Florida. Is, is fosters still a thing? I don't even yeah. like yeah, hear about it anymore. Yeah, yeah, there was a guy in Australia who got buried in a foster's coffin. Mm. I wonder if Foster's is uh, in Australia like Budweiser is in the United States. I don't think they drink Foster's in Australia. They just ship it over here for us? I think it's New Zealand, or are they the same country? Probably. (laughs) They're not the same country, don't say that. (laughs) All right, Pidge, did you uh, happen to bring your uh, uh, Frog of Destiny with you? Yes, I did. All right, cool. All right, uh, we are actually, because Kelk and I are retarded and didn't do this last week, uh, we're going to do the Comfy Couch review and the um, Jack Mayhoff review and pick the same week this week that we were starting off August on a good foot. It's going to be Kelk again. Back to back to back. (laughs) All right, uh, so in our Comfy Couch review, uh, what we had to do this past month was watch the movie I Am Mother. Uh, So before we get into our reviews of that, um, Pitch, you got the frog already? Chip ready to yes. go? Yes. All right. Okay, you ready? Yep. Here it comes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Live from the tornado <laughs> bunker. <laughs> I'm here, WTLC, live from the tornado bunker. Okay, and the winner goes to the big fox. <laughs> is not the winner, is what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, suckers. Damn it. All right. Up with a frog well, seriously, Chip is really enjoying Kelk lately. Yeah, it's 
Mm-hmm. All right, uh, well, let's get into our uh, comfy couch review of I Am Mother. So, Calc, it was your choice, right? Mm-hmm. So why don't you lead us off? Sure. Uh, sci-fi, Netflix. Uh, it looked really cool. I've been wanting to see it, like, since it, like, landed on since Netflix. you son watching Chappie. It was a Netflix <laughs> exactly. original, right? It has the N on the <laughs> cover. What's that? It is a Netflix uh, original movie. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so it stars, I think the voice of Mother oh, is yeah. is done by Rose Byrne, who does, uh, she's in the movie oh, the, Na- the Neighbors. Oh. Um, <clears throat> and oh, I look, think, uh. Here we go already. Yeah, I know, right? And what's the one, um, something Hillary Bride? What, what was the comedy Hillary with the Swank, Clara, oh, 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 sorry. Bridesmaid? Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was in that too. Uh. Yeah, and Hilary Swank was, uh, I guess, the human. Uh, hey, I don't know who the girl was. The girl was actually pretty good, too. Uh, Clara, Clara Rugard. Rugard. Okay. Uh, premise, um, I guess it's the end of humanity. Uh, they call oh, it the... Wait the a minute, Calc, Calc, wait a minute. You know, it looks like a, a male played mother as well. Played mother. Luke, well. It says Luke Hawker played mother as well. I wonder if he was the... Motion capture. Motion cap, yeah. Oh, yeah, cap, you know what? Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Because a, a woman, woman can't do that job. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Um, all right, so premise. Uh, they called it, what, the Great War? I guess, end of humanity. Um, it starts out in a bunker, kind of like a seed bank full of humans. And the robot picks a baby, and off you go. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was cool. Had a little um, Terminator vibe to it at certain points. A uh, little alien vibe to it at certain points. The whole uh, the girl wearing like the jumpsuit with the white tank top reminded me a lot of, like Ripley in the first Alien. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, I think I see it in Pigeon's notes, so I'll let him talk about how the how Mother moves around and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I would recommend it. I mean, if you're into like sci-fi, I wouldn't call it. Would you guys call it a thriller? Mm. kind of yeah i guess it was more like drama yeah but there was definitely more action in it too um but yeah i like the i kind of like the end i don't know if you guys picked up on that whole facial expression from her kind of like how that let's let's spoil it i because i'm i watched it like the first or second night after you picked it and i kind of don't remember the ending too well yeah, I mean, at least to me, I feel like the whole movie came full circle at the end, and it was just more of a premise. Like, the AI learned from the experience and then handed it off to her at the end. I mean, Scott, oh. what do you think? <clears throat> uh, I thought it was a little slow, so, to be honest with you. Well, wait, Kel, do you think it was, like, a good end? Like, uh... Oh, yeah, I like the ending. I mean, no, I thought not, it was... Not saying that it's good or bad, do you think that's what it was meant to do like you think mother accomplished what she was set out to do no or do you think it was just like uh you know i'll give up here you go no i i don't think it was what mother i don't think it's what mother wanted to do i think it was definitely a change of like Mm. well i don't want to say change of heart because she really doesn't have a heart but i think it was just like it was like a little twist at the end because it at least to me it felt like she kind of she kind of, I mean, she did. She literally kind of gave up the power, but the girl kind of took on that, like, 
God mentality at on that last scene. It's like, okay, well now I'm mother and I get to choose and have people like obey what I'm going to do. Well, what about, I'm going to disagree. Cause, uh, it was, yeah, I, I, I completely agree that she kind of had that, um, you know, that moment of I am God, kind of the look and everything on the face and all. But then uh, with the Hillary Swank interaction at the end, I think that kind of negates where uh, it was still kind of like the, uh, the, the game, like the chess game was still being played. And uh, like Mother was still kind of in control. And I think the way it <laughs> left off was she was still going to police. And if it didn't go the way she wanted, she'd just kind of go back in and start all over again. Yeah, well, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, guys. Um, do, you, do you think, though, that she was like, like you said, Scotch, like she's kind of like, all right, I'm going to let the human do their own little side thing and then I'll come back to them later or I think just I think she was yeah doing the test to see how well because I mean she did end up coming back and I think she um, was kind of giving her but I mean the amount of droids that it seemed like she was in control of as a whole because it was a hive mentality mm-hmm. um, I think it was just that you know whatever this this little nurse bot that was originally that we've been following so far if that one goes away just from her you know interaction at the end there kind of uh, it's not going to be hard to replace. You know what I mean? Well, and I love that that part of it where they like basically tell you, you know, mother's not just the robot. It's actually the the hive AI. Conscience, right. yeah. The conscience. But so then that goes to the point. If the conscience is everywhere in everything, who created the bunker? Wasn't it supposed to be humanity? But then how did the... Yeah, but I think they said she like. I, well, then again, that could have been a whole lie or something just to set her up at the end. But I think they were saying something along the lines of it was created by humans, but the AI went and perfected what humans were supposed to be as to why this whole story is being told. Yeah, that's that's why. Okay. So who created the conscience? Well, I think it was a consciousness that was a really originally created by humans, but because it was supposed to be one that learned, like an artificial intelligence. It learned to create, you know, to and changed itself. Yeah, <clears throat> it basically saw humans as the virus. Like it, right? It wanted to like it knew it was more powerful, so it took over. Just gonna eat itself. Right, right, right. Uh, I so, thought it was a little bit slow. Um, I thought the ending. I was uh, sorry to copy off of you, Pidge. I was expecting something a little bit different. Then what happened? It seemed like a little bit of a letdown, but maybe that was just because I was looking for something different. Well, I wonder if you but and I, wasn't I were disappointed. seeing the same thing in the movie. Like, can I can I say spoilers? Yeah, go ahead. I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I I think <coughs> my thought was like, oh my gosh, Hillary Swank is, but the daughter is in the future. Yes, that was like my that. thought too. Oh, uh, okay. Because they had like they kind of had like the same look. I thought it was her real daughter in real life. Oh, oh, yeah, the actress. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I didn't see that. I just thought like, okay, maybe it's like some kind of weird, like futuristic thing, and it just maybe keeps it was, repeating like, a clone itself or something. Yeah, they're yeah, all clones, and they just keep repeating themselves until yeah, they get it right. Was, like, that was that's what I was expecting. And also, what was the thing about the bullet again? They said like the bullet was shot from the other humans. Yes. But that was a lie. Mother told a lie, right? Yes. Because if you yeah. looked at them side by side, they didn't look like they were the same size bullet at all. Okay. Yeah, and I, I like that twist how she found out she wasn't the first human. 
Oh yeah, with the going into the ashes. That was that that was the thing that was crazy to me just because I'm like, well, I mean, technically were they other failures and that jawbone with the teeth and stuff. I mean, that's an older human to have teeth and everything in that. So, that's why I was thinking if this doesn't get right, it just gets restarted again. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mother thought I've... they weren't passing the tests well enough, so she just kept starting over. But even still, this one it could still be a test because I mean, the droids just come in if she doesn't do right by growing the new humans and stuff and starts all over again. Yeah. Yeah. So I still think it leads it where it's like, yeah, she might have gave up kind of at the end or felt like she was giving her the power of God. But I think it's really, well, I'll give you the power of God, but you're still under my total control because I pretty much control the rest of the planet type of thing. But they also, she, what was the number they were on? Like 26 or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. 32, there was, a, there was a number and I guess she was, they were that many deep. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I thought, it, I thought it was cool. Let me read you what I got. Okay. Um. It's not too into depth, but uh, I said I was expecting a surprise twist, which we talked about. Uh, Mother is super creepy when she or it runs. If I saw that, I would never leave the compound. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was like she thought I thought the robot effect. I Chappie raised the bar. I think Chappie's the pinnacle of uh, VFX or FX or whatever you call it, CG. For robot movement and stuff, but mother was up there pretty high. Well, I got well, a question I, for you. When um she first started opening up the airlocks and you saw mother like wake up and take off running. Yeah. Why yeah, did it take her so damn long to get to that airlock? I'm like, so you'd think that's a super big house. Like, like, <laughs> yes. But I'm like, it had to be like, I don't know, four hundred football fields away. I'm like, why is it taking so long? Yeah, but I think that the way she ran though was like really accurate because it looked a lot like those Boston Dynamics. Like, oh yeah, it did. Robots yeah. running. So. Where it's like the knees are bent the whole time. Yeah. 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 It, it was. It was really cool, and I really like. I I enjoyed the movie. Um, it was a good pick. Finally, Coke. <laughs> Looking forward to the next one. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yay's all around. Uh, if you guys get a chance and you haven't watched I Am Mother yet, uh, give it a try. Sci-fi. A little bit of a twist, so hopefully we didn't spoil it too much. All right, uh, we've got... We spoiled all of it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, well, we didn't give it all away, I guess, but yeah. Well, I think it's more of we want to hear your interpretation. There you go. Be, yeah. you know, tweet us out and let us know. Where are um, What's that? Where can they tweet us? At the Loaded Cap. There you go, nice. All right, uh, movies and TV time. Pidge, what'd you watch this past week? Or three well, weeks since you've been gone. Yeah, it's not the past week. It's the past three weeks. You can let me know what you guys want to talk about. I might just talk about all of them, override you off. But uh, TV, you want to do TV and movies or just movies? Everything. All right, TV, I watch Friends. Uh, my <clears> wife <throat> and I, we skipped season one because season one's not that great. So we started from season two again. We've been watching it. Um, watch. I finished Deadwood. There's only three seasons, Cuck. I lied to you. I thought there was four, but there's three. And then there's the movie, which we could talk about because I also watched the movie. Okay. I finished season two of Glow, season two of Luke Cage, and I just started season two of Iron Fist. Okay. And I'm on episode three of The Boys on Amazon. Prime okay, Radio. I know what I want to hear about. Wait, wait, wait. He's not done. Movies. Like I said, Deadwood movie. Vice, the one with, um, oh my God, Christian Bale, and Velvet Buzzsaw with uh, Jake Hottie Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. All right, well. I know uh, Kelk wants to talk about the boys. Kelk, you want to know my advice? <clears throat> I want to. I want to hear about the Deadwood series connected to the movie, which is better. And yes, I hear, you I... need. Okay, 
So well, I, want I, to know I also want to know, did you watch the series first to the finale and then watch the movie? Yes. My okay. plan was to watch all of Deadwood and then watch the movie. The movie is directly tied to the series. So but if you it, haven't watched the series, you're not going to really know what's going on. But it is like a sequel? Um, it's, it's pretty much what it does. It, it wraps everything up. Okay. So it's kind of like a finale. Yeah, because, I mean, if I was watching it back, I think it started in 2004, 6, and then 8. So it was almost like 10, 11 years old. I heard it was, series. like, canceled, too, like, pretty abruptly. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. If I was watching it back then and it ended like that, you're like, well, there's, like, 700 things that need to be answered. And then that's but, where the movie came in? Yeah, then the movie came in and tied everything up. The movie wasn't as good as the series. The series was a lot better. Okay. But Did it's you- funny... Good. Did you have to watch the series to understand the movie, or did they yeah. kind of do yeah. some recap crap okay, in the that's beginning? That's probably why I didn't they, like the movie they, then. They do recap a little bit, but there's a lot more stuff that if you watch the series, you're like, okay, that makes sense. Because in the movie, it's all of a sudden they do a flashback. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that means. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of cool seeing how old they look now to when they did the series. Okay. It's like, cause, I mean, no offense, I'm no spring chicken and I'm not handsome, but. Um, Looking back at one of the women in the show, and you're like, yeah, she was pretty damn good looking. And fast forward 10 years later, she looks pretty beat up. But I don't know if that was part of the makeup of it. That's what they actually look like now. Because mm. I don't, because they show you a time frame when the series was like, oh, this is Deadwood 1887. And then it shows you like Deadwood 19 something. So I'm just curious to know if they like aged themselves to look older than they were, but I'm not too sure. Okay. Okay, and then so we wrapped up all the Deadwood talk. Uh, the boys. The, yeah, boys. the boys. Yeah. Watch it. it yeah, it's, so it's on my list. Good. I heard it's great. You need to drop any series you're watching now and watch The Boys. It is awesome. There's some partial nudity in it, which makes it even better. <laughs> and then Keith, not Keith, not Keith Urban. Is it Keith? It's not Keith Urban. The guy who played Robocop, the guy who's in it, the guy with the beard, the star. His, his last name's Urban. Carl Urban. Oh, Carl Urban. Carl, Carl Urban. The one who uh, played, we did Robocop and he's in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His character's awesome. I'm like, man, he has like a weird, like Australian, New Zealand accent. Did you, did you like him? And did you got, he didn't do Robocop. Did you guys see Judge yeah, Dredd? Yeah, he did. Judge Dredd. Uh, Judge Dredd, yes, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah he did good. Um, but his character, and I didn't know he had a, I didn't know he was from New Zealand. He actually played his own voice. I'm like, man, that's a pretty good accent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it is, it is phenomenal. It's a good twist on like a superhero story movie timeline. Right. It kind of shows the dark side of superheroes. My favorite. More so than like Watchmen. Was, yes, absolutely. My favorite character, uh, I'm not going to spoil too much besides, uh, the Carl Urban character is a homelander the you know quotation the superman type character okay oh, okay his character is in like first episode you're like oh he's pretty cool then like in the second episode you're like this guy's it's going to be controversial whether your decision is good or bad mm. so okay. uh but yeah and velvet bustle it's kind of like a creepy like like i don't know art world movie yeah that's the art one yep yep yeah, it, it was good. My wife and I liked it. The ending just like abruptly happened and there's no rhyme or reason to why all this stuff was happening. It just 
in the movie, it's just like, oh, hey, these paintings are weird. And that's it. Mm. It's just like, okay, cool. But yeah, everything that I watched was awesome. Luke Cage, uh, the rest of the season, second half of season two was good, but it, it should have closed. At season one? Uh, season two. Oh, it season left it one, open for season, season one three. was a lot better. Half of season two was just like a drag on, and it's just like, woe is me, and I get it, right. racial profile and all this stuff, but the, uh, they introduced another character, and it was really cool. Okay. All right, Calc, what'd you, you watch? Um, uh, da, 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 TV. Uh, watched Ugly Delicious. Been hooked on that one with uh with my son and my wife. Um, we watched another cooking one too. I forget what it was. Um, but me and my son been like really hammering away at Ugly Delicious. So it's Is on that because you guys are on keto. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's if you're into the cooking stuff, uh. I definitely recommend checking that out. They make anything uh, with Diablo sauce? The last episode we just watched was actually about tacos. And, I mean, I was, like, ready to make a bell run. Evan, Evan, give me the sauce right now. <laughs> Get in the car, boy. Um, also, we started watching Winona Earp on... Uh, oh, you talked about that, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah it's on Netflix. It's kind of like the supernatural... Uh, I guess like that supernatural show. It's like Ghost Hunters type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty cool. Uh, my son likes it. Um, and then movies, uh, I finally finished Aquaman. Uh, bought Aquaman, I think, two weeks ago, and I only watched half of it because I had to... I feel like that movie's probably just okay. It was... So my... Well, my wife loved it, go figure. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, for the um, redhead? She's pretty, yeah, but does, she's pretty does cute, she right? like him because like, he has a dad bod now? Or is he like, because he's all jacked? I don't know. Um, my son loved it, but they, they both said it very much reminded them of a Tron type of movie. Because of the it's like, vibrant colors and all? You know, yeah, the water? she said it reminded her of like Tron and Avatar. It was just like crazy amounts of colors and stuff. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I, I definitely think it was probably one of the i wouldn't say one of the better but i'd probably say it's one of the dc movies that got as similar to marvel as it could i guess but not having still that dark undertone like most dcs do yeah it's just still there's something missing man with dc movies versus marvel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what it is, is i it can't Disney? put my finger on it I don't, I don't know maybe maybe they need more paul rudd in it i don't know but yeah, so fat that, Thor. yeah, fat Thor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fat Thor beer. How'd you like that one? Um, so, <laughs> so that was it for movies. All right, myself. Speaking of Paul Rudd, uh, I ended up watching in a movie Our Idiot Brother. I'd, I'd seen it a while ago, uh, but oh, it's all rewatched it again. It's ago. funny. Why it's that good. Sound familiar. Uh, Paul Rudd's kind of a um, hippie out in Oregon or Seattle or California or something like that. Works at like a farm. Uh, like a you know one of those hippie farms where it's just like they grow their own and then they go to farmers market and sell shit. But he also sells like weed on the side. Okay, okay, I've heard about it. And then the sisters all have drama shit that's going on in their lives, and they blame it all on him after he gets out of jail and comes to see like them and live with them and stuff like that. Okay, it's good. It's got a little bit of a you know a sad kind of happy story to it, but oh no, there's some there's a lot of funny parts to it. Uh, another funny movie that we watched was Wine Country. That's kind of like all the ladies from uh, Saturday Night Live that we love. Uh, you know, like yeah, uh, how was that? That I mean, it looked funny. 
It was. There was a lot of funny parts in that movie. It's um, it's an all-ladies movie, so, of course, there's a lot more lady jokes in it than, you know, what we would understand. Because, I mean, the, what they're doing is uh, they, they kind of went to wine country to celebrate their one friend's 50th birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they all have, like, life things that are happening to them now that they're older in life and everything else and things their bodies are going through and stuff like that that they kind of tie into. So there's happy sad but there's a lot of comedy uh so it's definitely worth a watch you know with the wife or something like that, that with melissa mccarthy no she's not in it actually it's um uh what's her name from parks and rec uh amy poehler, amy poehler uh the other one from uh, 30 Wait, what's rock the movie called again wine country yeah wine country it's the majority of the ones that you remember from uh um freaking uh saturday night live uh, that's the movie that was directed by Amy Poehler, too. Oh, that reminds me. I did see another movie, but keep going. Yeah, it's uh, My Rudolph. Um, Rachel Dratch. Uh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey, yeah, that was the one I was trying to think of from 30 Rock, yeah. So, again, it's it's funny. There's a lot of funny things in it. It's There's, you know, there's seriousness to it and stuff like that, but a lot of good parts. Um I definitely check it out if you get a chance. Uh, I watched K nineteen, The Widowmaker. It's a uh, Russian sub movie. I mm-hmm. think it was like one of their original nuclear subs. Uh, that yeah, went that was uh, Sean Connery, wasn't it? No, that was The Hunt for Red October. Uh, this one was Harrison Ford. <laughs> Once you see one Russian sub, they're all the same. <laughs> they're all <Exactly>. the same. <laughs> yeah, no, that that one was a uh, The Hunt for Red October was what they defected to the U.S. That was one of the Tom Clancy ones, I think. Which. The Hunt for Red October. Okay, that doesn't answer anything that I just asked you, turd. No, um, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, all right, you're getting into my next, <laughs> I guess. Think. Yeah. <laughs> just answer my questions. Uh, it was Harrison Ford. He did a, a really fair, I'm giving him a lot of credit here saying fair, Russian accent. I don't even know why they tried, oh, but I mean, everybody else was pretty decent for their Russian accent, but his was fair at best. Uh, but the movie was it was good. I guess it was based on true events because uh, at the end they kind of said that um, the sailors' names, because of how secret the whole mission was originally with it being a sub and all, there was um, an issue with the core, the uh, the atomic core and stuff like that, that they had problems with the boat. Um, but I guess it was all done under secrecy of the USSR originally, and none of the uh, sailors' names that ended up dying and stuff it, from this sailing of the boat um, were allowed to be memorialized or talked about or anything until the breakup of the USSR. Uh, so it's mm. actually a pretty interesting story if you get a chance. That's to like that it. shit that just went down in real life. What? Did you hear about that sub like a couple weeks ago? Was that over, like, like in Japan or something? Or? Yeah, like, like there was like 14 Russian sailors that died on a secret sub that oh, nobody... Yeah, it was a nu- nuclear sub too. Yeah, okay. they like contained the fallout and they're still like not they pretty much just said it was a spy sub and they're not saying what it, what happened to it oh, okay yeah, because they had inter probably continental ballistic missiles with nuclear warheads on them. right which is the same thing that they had with this thing too uh but the again Aquaman saved the day <laughs> exactly uh talking about tom clancy though i watched the sum of all fears uh that's the um ben affleck right? ben affleck and uh oh my god freaking john travolta <laughs> no who's the guy who plays god or did the uh, Steve Carell? No, <laughs> no. The, God, no. The other one where uh, Steve Carell was talking to him. What the hell is his name? Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Fre- Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. That's right. That's the uh, Jack Ryan series, right? 
Uh, it's not the series, but it is part. It is part of that Tom Clancy Jack Ryan series. Yes. Well, I mean Jack Ryan storyline. Yes, correct. One hundred percent correct. Uh, yeah, and that one's pretty good too. Uh, that one's a little bit strange though because it actually shows um, a, an atomic blast in Baltimore, mm, where a lot of them don't show a lot of uh, destruction on like U.S. soil. And stuff, but uh, clean the place up a little. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but a bump. Yeah. Uh, the last one I watched was, uh, I think it was Kelk's probably favorite. It's uh, Behind the Curve. It's the um, Flat Earther movement. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, that whole thing that Kelk's been kind of pushing lately. Um, <laughs> you can see to the other end. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it's so funny. The way it's, it's a documentary-ish type of show, and it does like kind of trace or it follows like these people who are really, really flat earthers. And this one main guy who's kind of like the biggest spokesperson for flat earthing. Um, and I mean, some of the arguments that they have are, they sound good in talk. Is it leading questions though? Kinda not exactly. Like the guy's like, like, there has got to be climate change. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy's like, you know, I'm standing here on this beach and that over there across the ocean, if you look, that's Seattle. Technically, if the Earth is round, I shouldn't be able to see that city is what scientists are telling me. And for some reason, their math doesn't work. And you're looking and you can see like a lot of the buildings from Seattle. But I'm, I'm like, all right, those are probably high rises. And, you know, I mean, granted, you, you know, with the curvature of the Earth, yeah, you're going to lose some. But you're probably going to lose the first, what, a, the five story buildings, maybe? It's a curvature slight over large distance. Right, exactly. Like Forty-five foot drop off every seven. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like the, and I'm gonna spoil it because I doubt. I don't know. Are you guys gonna watch it all? No, oh, my yeah, bro, my brother-in-law told me about this. Okay. Kelk recruited me, so. <laughs> Kelk, he did. He sold you on it. Oh, yeah, shit. He's all like, right. I'm not gonna Earth. tell you that. Like, <laughs> anyway, this guy at the end, he's doing this study where he's trying to use a laser. And the first problem that he has is he's he's trying to use a laser that's strong enough that it can hold a small beam because he's trying to do the thing where he, he sets it seven foot above uh, elevation and then shines it across a distance of, you know, 400, 500 yards or more. But he's trying to hold a really small beam so you can draw where the line is on these different things, like shine it through the holes in these things. And you should be able to see it like that mile or two away at that seven feet height or whatever. And he, you know, he's having failures with it, and the laser can't hold a beam small enough and stuff. So you just have to watch because it is a funny way that the, it's just this documentary that seems like it's all about flat Earth and how flat Earth could be a thing, and these people are all trying to sell you on it. And then how the the documentary ends, it's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? It was just it was strange. I would, I would, that'd be great. That's great. It's like they don't know what the end is going to be, and they figure out it's like, oh shit, I guess the Earth isn't flat. That's the end of the documentary. <laughs> So check it out if you get a chance. It's called Behind the Curve. It's on uh, Netflix. It's not a long watch, um, and these people, are, they're way into it, man. But anyway. And then TV shows, I've been watching Madam Secretary with uh, Tay Leone. Tay Leone? Yeah. yeah. That's on CBS, yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's okay. All right. Woman uh, President Luke. No, she's just the Secretary of State. She's like uh, yeah, Kelk's favorite. Yeah, but she become president. Obviously, Madam President. Madam uh, Secretary, it's called. She becomes uh, president. Woman politician, I think. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, on that note, since uh, these guys are going on their flat earth kick, uh, let's take a break and we'll be back with Let's Talk Games. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like me and would like to follow me on Twitter, at Pigeon Peg Leg, and also on Twitch, Pigeon Peg Leg. 
Pigeon Penguin. Hey, this is Scott Chound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at ScottChound underscore LC or on Twitch at ScottChound. Let's Let's talk talk games. Games. Cuck, did you pick your movie? No. All right. So, Cuck, you're going to have to let us know what your movie is, and I guess he's going to do it per his norm where it's through tweets or... Facebook post. No, he's, he's going to his... do it on this cast. It's Rocky Graham from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Calc, what are you drinking? Uh, water. Water. Okay. I went a little heavy on that first scotch. Okay. Uh, Pidge, how about yourself? I am drinking the Worldwide Stout. OG or head. the vanilla? OG. I don't do the, the aged and oak okay. vanilla one. I didn't like it too much. Um, I think it's just a stout, right? I don't know if it's like a heavy stout or what. But, um, Milton Delaware is darky in color and it's 16.25% alcohol. All right. How do you know? You got to graduate here. What the hell is that thing called? A hydrometer? Hygrometer? For what? Colors? Oh, to measure the alcohol in it. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Myself, I'm drinking the Old Rasputin from uh, I North measure Coast. measure if I get buzzed faster. <laughs> from North Coast Brewing Company. It's a Russian Imperial Stout from Fort Bragg, California. It's black, and it's 9% alcohol. I like that one. It's a little it's a little uh, carbonated for a stout, right? Or am I wrong? No, it does have like a... Well, it's... yeah. I don't know if it's got, there's a bite to it, at the, uh, like when you first taste yeah. it. And I don't know if it's yes. the carbonation or if it's just the beer itself. I can't tell. It doesn't make... you, you nailed it. It's not, car, it's not the carbonation, it's, it's the bite. It yeah. does have a bite to it since it first out. All right. Uh, We've got a Russian theme going on here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, before we get into our um, uh, games that we played. Uh, let's get back into our comfy couch review. Like I said, we are going to do the review and the new pick. So, uh, Pitch, go right ahead with our picker. Uh, oh, picker, picker, come on. Not kelk, not scotch, not kelk, not scotch, not kelk, not scotch. It's scotchy. Ugh. <sighs> All right. Yeah, you've been you've been hitting the bat in a zero for a few months now, Pidge. What the hell? That's what you get for taking off. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, burn! Damn. Yeah, geez. I bet you if we did, if you guys picked the last one, it would have been me. That's mm, possible. All right, uh, so I'll have to pick a game uh, for this upcoming month of August. But the game Make that sure we had it's to another PC game. All right, we'll do. All right, the game that we yeah. had to play for uh, this past July. Uh, was the game Fez, which was available through our, uh, what is that, the... PC Game Pass. Right. Game Pass Ultimate. Right, but it was the the app on the PCs just called, like, Xbox... Xbox Companion App Beta. Beta, yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, Calc, uh, it looks like... Well, Pidge, why don't you start us off? Um... If Kelk doesn't have to pay because he played it for a few minutes, I played it for a little bit on 360. So does that count? Uh, no, you both have to pay. Jeez. Yeah, yeah thank you. We're both paid. <clears throat> I, uh, I, I said sorry. I wa- wasn't on consoles, so I'm not playing it. I hate PCs for gaming. Am I right, Kelk? <laughs> he's not a real gamer then. Right? <laughs> it's God. true. It's true. He's, uh, he's, he's only a half gamer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was having troubles with Kelk because with the companion, companion that beta. I was just like, I can't download. Oh, there it is. So I uh, I did download it. I would 
I do want to play it. I I will go back. Like you were supposed to go back and play uh, Surge. Yes, I know. And I <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't Surge. It was uh, Virginia. And the Surge. But yeah, and the Surge. And the Surge. The surge and the right game before that. <laughs> and the game before that. So I've been slacking. I did play this one though. Maybe it's I owe you I five bucks it. today, and you'll pay me back your twenty-five tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just didn't get a chance. So I do. I do want to play. I heard great things about it. I heard there's a lot of like secret secrets in that game, like entrances and Easter eggs and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, Kelk. How about yourself? But what's the premise? Why don't you describe? The well, premise? I was. I was just say real quick. Same as Pigeon. It took me like f- almost four full weeks to figure out how to get the goddamn thing on my PC. Scotch, I don't know about you know that. what the weirdest thing is? Is he works on computers, he does programming <laughs> review I kept going, and everything else. I kept going in the store, and it's like only available or uh, free with Game Pass. And I'm like, know. and I'm trying to download it, and it's like, you're not signed in correctly. And I'm like, what? So I finally Wait. figured out, like, you have to install that stupid beta app. And well, in, order, in order to s- install that, too, I had to do, like, a massive update to my Windows. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Hachoo! Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, either way, yeah, I, I owe money. I didn't I didn't get to play it. I I did. I fired it up. I only played a couple minutes, but I didn't play it really. He knows what the character looks like, and that's about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, right he's right there with Ori. He's adorable. Well, yeah, it's weird. Okay, into mine. I, I gave it a yay. It's a great platformer puzzler, I'll say. The character's weird and threw me off. I was not expecting him to be a white blob. <laughs> with arms he's got a big legs. giant blockhead right yeah it's kind of it's kind of rounded i mean the whole thing is very pixelated like yeah, say, it's all pixel based the um, um the board design the way they do it is fantastic the way you have to f- yes spin the it's like board a center column you gotta spin it it's not always though because there is platforming to like to jump over to other pieces that are like right. i mean everything's kind of floating it's all like these floating island types of thing that you have to do. But the fact that it's like you're jumping and like you'll have platforms that are separated. But as soon as you spin the board, it doesn't matter if they are separated. It's just it shows a platform on the right hand side of whatever, um, you know, the piece of map that you're on that you can just stand on. So like if you're jumping across like from one to the other, but you can't make the jump, but you spin the board and it, it'll leave you where you were. But you'll land on whether you were there or not. So you won't fall. You know what I mean? Because it just it, you have to check it out. It's actually a really really good game. I'm a it's little clever. Con- What's that? It's clever. It, who's the guy that made that game? And didn't he like leave gaming because he was getting harassed on? Like, there's a yeah. whole yeah. There's a whole thing around there's this a documentary game, like, and stuff on him. Yeah, the game. It's not Jonathan Blow, is it? No, he's no something fish, right? Something fish. I'm, gonna, I'm looking up. Yeah, Phil Fish. Right. Phil Fish. Yeah. There's like a whole thing that came about like this game got great reviews and everything but yeah the the creator like had some big internet fallout (laughs) he said youtubers are stealing content from game developers he says that youtubers who don't share ad revenue with game developers are basically pirates (laughs) (laughs) he sounds like what metallica with the napster oh yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of agree with him a little bit, but yeah, because there's a lot the more money being made by these YouTubers than there is by the developers. It seems like, and we'll oh, yeah. we'll get it. We'll get into that too. Yeah. Um. So I give it a yay. I think it's a fantastic game. Give it a try if you get a chance. Like I said, it was free, but you have to download. What I had with the or the issue that I found that when you had to download it, I had to go through the Microsoft website uh, to find okay. the so app. You had to download. 
you had to download the original app to get it, or you downloaded the game through the Microsoft website. The Microsoft website had a link or a download option through or for their beta app for the uh, the online or the the PC Game Pass, um, you know, whatever companion that it is. Um, but that was the easiest way that I found to run it. So if you get a chance, I opened it, up. I didn't know where to get it because the Windows Store, like Kelk said, didn't have it. Yeah. So I opened up everything. I went to Cortana search bar and said Xbox and everything that was there I opened and I finally found the Xbox companion beta app worked. Yeah. So but it so it works great. A discount 250 me <laughs> No. Um but it was good. It was a, it's a really good game. Give it definitely give it a try. Uh I think whatever you know struggles this guy went through uh it was good. I'm 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 confused cuz there's supposedly this weird thing that's happening in the world where there's this void that's kind of you know, encroaching on every map now, like once you get to a certain point, there's these voids that just kind of start opening up and it's just like this, it looks like black space in the middle of a, like whatever would have been your regular map. Uh, I don't know enough. Uh, the storytelling's a little bit lacking and it's not very linear, which I like to a point, but I also, I'm kind of confused of where I have to continue going. Cause I, like Pigeon said, there's a lot of secret doors that I keep going through and it's kind of like the, like, if you're on a map and you go through a door, like, when you're on that map to start with, you can see some islands, like, floating in the background, but they're all shaded out like they're way in the background. So you go through a door, and it'll bring you back. It, like, it zooms through your map and goes back to that one. But then if you go through a door in that map, it'll zoom through it again, but it'll bring you back to the original one, even though it's kind of... Yeah, I read... It's strange. I read a but... review when it first came out, and they were saying, like, someone actually wrote down everything they did in order to remember what they had to do. Yeah, it, it gets confusing, and I wish it was a little bit more linear, but then again, linear would make it go too quick. So I do like that I'm struggling through kind of figuring out where and I so have to go. Especially, I think, a lot of levels or platforming. Yeah. The higher you go up, the more... The more difficult it gets. Yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a really good game. Uh, get, definitely give it a try if you get a chance. All right, uh, games. It looks like Kelk wasn't paying any attention to my, what I had to say. So, Kelk, go ahead. Tell us what you played this past week. <laughs> Uh, Division 2 with Pigeon. I didn't get to play with you yet, Scott. Uh, and I also played a little more Destiny 2 Forsaken. Okay. Kelk, mm-hmm. got a question for you. So, supposedly when I bought the PS4 Pro, it's the Destiny 2 version, I get Destiny Forsaken for free. Oh, with wow. it. Okay. On so PS, though. Do I, uh, do I have crossplay with you, or what? Because if I if I can cross, I think uh, I think crossplay comes with Shadow Keep, right? I think yeah. the Shadow Keep, and it was only I thought it was only something like PS4 and PC or something like that. Uh, it doesn't say I'll buy the annual pass and play it. I I don't want to spend forty bucks. No offense, I'm like swamp with Overwatch and Division Two. <laughs> Overwatch. I don't know why Three he's laughing later. at that. Come on, that's such a good I game. Don't... Yeah, Calc, you shouldn't have dropped off Destiny. We should have never dropped off Destiny until we could keep on playing it today. No, it, it's good. Forsaken's really good. I mean, the story so far is pretty cool. And I heard the DLCs, besides the two that we bought, are actually really good, too. Yeah, yeah, it all comes in the the old, or the complete edition that I got. I don't know. I'm at you. I might buy it. I don't know. All right, Pidge. Since you're already kind of in the conversation, what'd you play this past week? So I played some more Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS4. I'm so close to the end. I think I probably got another like three or four hours to go. Okay. If I don't do any more searching for collectibles. I actually finished one. There's like 
five or six sets of collectibles you can do. There's like flowers, figurines, vantage points. I finished one of them. And I'm like, I have one or two missing from each of the other ones. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the trophy hunting in me is like, I gotta get it. <laughs> but uh, great game. Such a gorgeous game. If they make a second one, uh, supposedly it's in development. If they make a second one for the PS5, I think Xbox next is doomed. <laughs> um, Overwatch, again, game sucks. Got a lot of loot boxes to open. Scotty's starting to trend now, not opening his loot boxes. Yeah, I think I got like 48 or 49 of them now. Yeah, I'm up there with you. And this event, I missed the first week of the event. I didn't. Uh, not the Summer Games event, but the, um, I think it was Reaper, right? The, the Reaper skin you can get? Yep. Yeah, I missed that. That sucks. But it was better going down the shore. <laughs> um, Division 2, I played with both you guys. Scotchy joined my world tier for a couple hours. Yep, I had a whole bunch. Uh, Dude, it was raining golds! <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a green item, holy crap. Um, but I can't do it until, until tier 4. When I'm up. That's right. um, and then Cub played with me for like an hour or so in world tier 3. Yeah, 3. I, I just beat my last stronghold. Uh, I'm in world tier four now, and I have to get to gear score 400 to get to the last stronghold title basin. And so I find that my, my gear, my lower level gear is better than my higher level gear because of all the perks that I have. Okay. And in order to unlock certain strongholds, you have to be a certain gear score. And I always put on that. I keep the higher gear score in order to get unlock that stronghold. And then as soon as I unlock it, I take it off and put my old gear on and go in and just wreck it. That's too funny. Yeah. So that game sucks. Overwatch sucks. And then I played some Rage 2 a little bit. There was an update. Hoping I can go back and get that last collectible. It wasn't, so I stopped playing it. Now, question on that game. Is it worth the money? Did it hit what you wanted it to hit? Um, To be honest, it's, I'm a little... I mean, they, I do have the season pass so whatever dlc's come in i get for free mm -hmm. so hopefully they'll fix some of the issues i think the, the collector's edition that i bought i kind of regret it a little bit but i did trade in some stuff like a broken controller so. should have uh, got forsaken instead i told you i still might get it Yvonne. but i'll get it and then i'll be the only one playing it and you'll never play it again <laughs> and I'll probably play with your son. He'll be asking, Mr. Mr. Jim. No, nah, he's all Apex now, dude. Can you talk to me about the birds and bees? Because my dad doesn't do anything like that. He had he had nine kills in one match on Apex. Oh, here we go. Yeah, he's probably playing AI bots. But that's that's what I played. How about you, Scotty? Uh, myself, I played Overwatch. Your like son's you said. a fraud. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, played Overwatch, like you said. Uh played Division 2, like you said. Um, I've been playing Minecraft again with my nephew. Oh, it's boy. a lot of fun, but there's a lot of extras in it now that I'm just not knowing what the hell I'm doing. So it's uh, Minecraft. Yeah, there's um, there's like the whole water world and everything, right? Yeah, there's like zombie monsters on the water. Yeah, but it's not even that. Like you can build like a sawmill now, and there's like a you oh put yeah wood in it, you can build a fountain and stuff. Oh my there's god, there's stuff. so much extra crap that you can build. Campfire. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. And, like, we went in and we started, like, a world. And he immediately went out and started building on top of this tree. And I just immediately dug myself into a little hole, hovel, like I always do when I first start. Just get my bed, you know, a little dirt hole. And then I just start mining immediately to start getting my coal and iron just to armor myself up. Because I made him, uh, I, like, <laughs> when we first started, I think he had it on easy. 
survival, of course, but easy. I'm like, oh, you're going to kick this up to heart? He's like, oh, yeah, I guess we could do that. So that's why I just always disappear underground and kind of just start mining right away. And then uh, I guess when I logged out, it was kind of late. I mean, it was like probably 1.30, but I guess he went back in the next few days and kept playing. I come back, and there's like a whole village that he just like created, like around me. He built me a tree house, like on top of this like jungle tree that he, I guess he planted and grew. And then he grew like another jungle tree on top of a jungle tree because my house is like way up in the air. I'm like, holy shit. But then he has like, like I was saying, a, um, he's got a... Uh, what is that? A freaking sawmill. He's got a whole bunch of just everything. It's amazing how much stuff he actually uh, has in there that I just didn't know existed. But <laughs> still a lot of fun, and it's great getting back into. I just find myself kind of getting bogged down with <laughs> mining for for hours. I'm just down there. I'm just strip mining like crazy. I'm like, oh, remember, found gold, I, found diamonds. Think back to how many hours we spent on that game. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I love the game. Yeah. I, w- I was hoping that we could kind of get back into it again to kind of relearn that way we're not just kind of noobs or whatever with it, but I know um, we've got I'm so many other games to play. Super but... duper graphics pack in there yet or what? <laughs> nope, not yet. Uh, here we go. Fall 2017. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other games I've been playing, which Pigeon doesn't want me to talk about, is uh, Dr. Mario World. What are you talking about? Uh, you deleted them, you jerk. I, I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've been playing some Dr. Mario World. It's the, uh, the new uh, Mario app game uh, for the uh, phones. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of very Tetrisy, um, but it's good uh, right now. Because anytime you win a board, you get a heart back. If you don't win the board, that's when you lose a heart. So I can see it Is being it more capped? of a... Uh, there's, uh, what, the amount of hearts you can get? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I, I seem to always have five. I mean, when I first started, I think on the first, like, I don't know, two boards or three boards, I had unlimited. So I just could just do whatever I wanted. But now it How seems you like you played uh, Tetris 99. I don't know. Is it free? Yeah, it's on the Switch. It's free. It's the online Battle Royale Tetris. Oh, shut up. I don't know. I, I haven't been playing on the Switch. Actually, I did play a Switch game today. I was playing a little Breath of the Wild. Uh, Nicole wanted me to play. She's on the final trials, I guess, where you kind of put your uh, the Master Sword into a little stone when you're in the um, the forest. Okay. And then uh, you go and you don't have anything. You don't have any armor. You kind of have, you don't have any uh, tools or anything. You don't have any food or anything. Uh, she's done the, the trials. Or yeah, exactly. She wanted me to just try it out for her and see how it would go. So oh, I played so a little hard. bit. But it is. It's such a pain in the ass. But anyway. Because when you die, you got to start, like, start all over. Yep, again. exactly. Start from the beginning. So stupid. That's why I don't have the bike. And the middle ones, too. It's like once I've got through, like, the first ones, the second ones, everything's in the dark. So you can't see, like, the guys coming at you. Like, the Lizaflosses and stuff coming at you. What a pain in the ass. Anyway, um, so I played some Dr. Mario World. It's actually a really good game for a freebie. For an app game, it's it's really, really good. Give it a try if you, if you haven't had a chance. Uh, check it out. And the last one that I played was uh, Wizards Unite. It's that new Harry Potter um, AR game. It's kind of like yeah. the uh, Pokemon Go one. How was it? Pain in the ass. If you, you have to find these things, I don't know, they're like uh, inns, I think they're called. So it's making you get out and move around, which I, I can appreciate. It's making you get up off your ass and move around and stuff like that. I do a lot of it in the car when I'm driving around. We'll stop and pull over and Cheater. just kind of... <laughs> well, it's, like, it's funny because it will say, hey, you're moving kind of fast. And I'm like, ah, I'm a passenger. Jonas, do this for me type of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> say I'm riding the damn broom. <laughs> that would be awesome if I had an option for that. Um, it's annoying that way. And anytime you're fighting something, if you use a spell... Uh, what you're collecting when you, to charge yourself up is these little lightning bolt things. Anytime you, like when you go to battle these creatures that you find in the world, like the AR, you know, when the camera gets used and stuff, um, you'll have to try, like the first time, and you might fail. 
The second time you might fail. But every time you try, you use up one of those little uh, electric bolts. And I think I can only have 75 total. But anytime you stop at like one of these inns, I think you get somewhere between three and seven, depending on the stop. And then if you stay there, you have to wait like four or five minutes or something like that for it to refresh before you can try it and get the, the lightning bolts from the inn again. So it's a little bit of a pain in the ass that way. It doesn't seem like it's, I mean, there's some in depth to it. Like there's some things that you can like really get like um, in depth with it. But me, for the way I'm playing it, I'm not really reading a whole lot into it. I'm not doing a lot of you know, research into what all things I have to gather and stuff. So it's, it's kind of losing its luster for my, my liking. But anyway. All right. Uh, let's get Pigeon back into the conversation because it seems like he's yeah, gotten off track here. Uh, yeah, seriously. All right, Sony News. Uh, <clears throat> so, Kelk, are you going to be an early adopter of the PS5? Mm, maybe. Well, you're the only one with that kind of cash. Pre-orders <laughs> go live in Sweden for $1,050. Good Lord. Here's Bargain. That, here's that kroner. Does he does 120 frames per second at 8K? Bargain. <laughs> is, it, is it 150 kroner? No, it's US dollars. It's like 10,000 kroners or whatever. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, PS Plus uh, for August 2019. Uh, PS4 is Wipeout Omega Collection and Sniper Elite 4. Do you, guys ever, do you guys ever play Sniper Elite? I did. Yeah, I, pl- I played the fourth one. Scotch and I yep. played it a little bit. Yeah, they're pretty good not, games, right? Not co-op. I just okay. shoot the guy on like different organs. Yeah, I like the slow mo. Yeah, yeah. When it goes yeah. through, yeah. That's but it seems like one. every game's the same. Yes. Kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah, sneak, sneak up <laughs> and, and shoot him in the face. He keeps escaping. <laughs> hates it. That's why he doesn't play it. He's a, he's in Argentina. That's right. All right, PS5 is on the horizon, and yet the PS4 is still rolling along. Sales of the PS4 reach 100 million. How many Xboxes uh, have sold, Kelk? <laughs> Thank you. Well, Kyle. last week, according to Kelk, they have 600 million users, so they have 600 million Xboxes on the That's market. all right. They're just giving them a head start. Now, wait. The, uh, wait. If that's 600 million users, is that including the new PC users with the uh, the new beta no, I accounts? I think Kelk, Kelk was mistaken for Xbox Live users instead of consoles sold. Ah, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, I think consoles... I think... Nintendo's catching up to them because Nintendo sold what 37, 38 million in the two years they were on the market. They're gonna sell a lot of them Switch Lite. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, one of them's a Kelk. Especially the Luigi edition. Yeah, when they're not releasing DSs, it doesn't seem like now that they got those things that yeah, they're gonna sell like hotcakes. Yeah, so I put purple and green with Luigi's Mansion. So I put on here a bunch of uh, charts on here, just a comparison of how long it took to reach 100 million sales and. I was just looking at the one with Minecraft and Tetris and GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Took GTA Five to reach 100 million sales in 61 months, <laughs> and it took uh, PS4 67. Oh, a console to a game—that's that's insane. That is pretty insane, especially with the cost difference. Yeah, and there was another one on here with uh, like Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff, and it took like double the amount for Amazon and Netflix to get mm. users. I wonder, you know, be interesting is I wonder how many of those consoles are second. Like, sec- they're not uh, the first purchase. Yeah, well, we'll get into that in multi-platform news, but yeah, it's, uh, I think everybody has at least two consoles, but I don't think it goes the way you think, Microsoft and PS. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it goes the other way, Switch, and it comes in half. Actually, I just remembered, now that you guys brought it back up, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but I did finally beat Luigi's Mansion in Dark Moon. 
Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is the one I erased. Okay, yeah. I uh, I beat it completely. <laughs> Finalized it. All done. Nice. I did 100% it. And the collectibles? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, 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 no. I actually, to be honest with you, I've moved on. I'm, I'm playing the new uh, Super Mario Bros. 2. I think Super on the 3DS. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, new Super Mario Bros. 2. Yep, I'm mm-hmm. playing that on the 3DS now. Okay. So. Uh, I just saved that time for the new uh, new Stigma for the left character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Uh, all right, uh, last thing in the PS news. As trade war between the United States and China continues, video game hardware manufacturers continue their effort to convince the U.S. government to reconsider any new tariffs on China. I don't think that's going to happen. He doesn't listen to anybody but himself. No, Sony... he's raising the t- tariffs 10% as of like September 1st. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sony has now warned that it may need to raise the retail price of PlayStation consoles if the U.S. government decides to go through with its trade war with China. Sony has warned the U.S. government that imposing higher tariffs on China will hurt U.S. customers. We, quote, uh, this is a quote, we believe, and therefore have told the U.S. government, that higher tariffs would ultimately damage the U.S. economy. End quote. Sony Chief (laughs) Financial Officer Hiroki Tatoki said in a statement. It'll hurt your your economy by raising the prices on PS5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just afraid because no one's gonna buy their PS5. That's right. I mean, granted, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all went in for this conference or sure. meeting or something like that. But I mean, I got I understand that the prices are going to raise, but you got to think about it in your own country, like the U.S. In the long term, this is better for us. Well, I saw somewhere too. I think. Because this article originally came out, I think, like a month ago. I thought I saw a follow-up recently where um, I think it was Microsoft. I don't know if Nintendo's thinking about it, too, but they're thinking about actually building facilities in the U.S. to, to well, skate no, around. I, I thought they were moving it to Korea. Oh. Oh, maybe. maybe. Oh, my. Yeah, they're saying, I, I think the whole point of this, you know, not to get too political, is to get manufacturing back to the U.S., but just the, the uh, capitalism standpoint, the, the cost mm, to make stuff is too high. Yeah, I don't know if that's the overall goal. I think the overall goal is just to equalize trade relations. Um, well, it's it's because I mean yeah, they're tariffing or they're made, charging not, us shit to ship over there, but we're not charging it to be shipped here. Yeah, it's just not to be taken advantage of. Right. Like, yeah, and China runs has most of our assets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which <laughs> like, is tough. We have, they have most of our debt, so it's just like we're kind of screwed. So mm. let's try to get out from under. But either way, not to get political, but this is—I mean, it's bad news for gamers, but it's good news for. Uh, I don't know if it's bad news for gamers. I mean, do we have to have the PS Five, or is that just bad bad news for first world problem people? Yeah, I think first world problem. Speaking I mean, it is what it is. You're gonna pay extra talking about the rich again <laughs> i mean we all we all have these consoles that'll play all these new games up for the next three years i don't yeah, think we need to get the new console it's not, just, it's, it's not just consoles it's tvs it's everything every, every electronic is not u.s built no i understand that but i'm just cost. saying everything that majority of people who are playing xboxes and playstations and stuff now have can handle any of the games moving forward for the next three to five years that is true correct you don't need to upgrade if you're really that concerned about the additional money. Morris, and if you are upgrading, like then you're just going to have to suck it up and afford to pay the extra, you know, 10%. Or right. Not. And let's get into the people who can afford to pay the extra 10%. All right, Microsoft News. Ninja. Ninja took the money. Kelk wanted to put this in there so bad because it talks about him going to Mixer exclusively. 
Yeah, I don't. I kind of don't like this. To be honest well, with you. The reason I I put it in because I saw somebody comment, which kind of makes. I then you makes, got a boner from Ninja for some reason. It makes yeah. sense in a way. His blue hair. I guess a good comparison is people are like, "Oh, I can't believe you know they're spending money on him or doing this," and it's it's kind of goes to like how the networks would pay big money for somebody to host like their late night show or yeah. take somebody Johnny Carson on them because it like draws in viewers. Yep. Yeah. On that, I understand the amount of marketing money they. It's probably cheaper to market him than to make commercials. Like, hey, Mixer's on Xbox. Well, they they said if you saw on Twitter when it happened, it was it was the number one trending thing on Twitter, like globally. Did you throw out a loaded couch tweet with Ninja attached to that during that time, Calc? Yeah, get get buried real quick. Ugh. So that's a big no. Thanks, Calc. That's the way. That's the way to grow, Calc. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Calc. But yeah, supposedly, like the word mixer and ninja was like trending. So like yeah. Pigeon just said, he nailed it. Like you sign him, and that is more power than spending a hundred million dollars on advertising. He's he. Do you think he did his cost analysis? Like, okay, so if I stay on Twitch, I need to work this many hours. Mm-hmm. this long period of time to make this money but yeah. if i just take this money i don't have to work this many hours and this many days to make up that cost well that and i think i think a lot of people have been kind of trying to preach but nobody pays attention i think those new mixer sparks and those things that you um those embers. like those embers and stickers and crap i think there's like a lot of money in that that twitch doesn't offer something like that so and what's good is the more you watch the more sparks you get that you yeah. buy that stuff like you don't have to spend your real money I, I, I guess you're spending on internet and tv and electrical yeah. stuff but but i i don't know it kind of upsets me a little bit like i i well first of all i don't like twitch because i got hacked my account's done now forget that but i just i feel like mixer was on the right track to just grow by itself but now it's now it's just going to be like Twitch. It's going to be mainstream, and it's not going to be as good. I think there's going to be more, too. I think there's going to be more um, so, so signings. There we go. We're getting buried, so might as well just give up. <laughs> right, Calc? No, but the other thing I, I wanted to say is so if he's Mixer, so he's strictly Xbox PC only then, right? No. Yeah. Yes. Because Mixer Wait, is not- you're well, telling me no, that no, you no, can't no, play no. PlayStation okay, games on Mixer? Yeah, I see what you're saying. No, he could play PlayStation or Nintendo on Mixer also. You just have to have it running through a PC with a capture card and all, like they yeah, normally do. I've seen like God of War and stuff on Mixer. But you don't think Microsoft did this for the deal? Like, hey, you're Xbox PC only. I think you're what it Mixer. is, it, I no, I think it's more that Microsoft's just trying to drive traffic onto Mixer away mm-hmm. from Twitch. Yeah. Yep. They said, um, I checked right before the show tonight, they had... A hundred thousand new mixer sign up accounts of people that followed him. So and within three hours. How? If you have an Xbox, you're already on the mixer. Oh, you do gotta create your account. Yes. And now they've leached you in and now they can, you know. I mean, I always thought Mixer was better. Especially that lag between comments. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's got that FTL, whatever faster than light. It's like mm-hmm. one millisecond delay. That titty ladies. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, so how much did he get paid, Cal? Nobody yeah, knows. Like, you think they'll ever disclose this? It's got to leak somehow. Right? I, well, you guys heard the rumor about, do you remember when Apex came out, how everybody was raving about it? And then, like, yeah, he was paid like a million bucks to stream from one day. Yep, one day, million dollars. So what do you think? You think five million? Uh, no, I'm going to go with. Please tell I, me it's not more than that. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I bet he got between 10 to 15 million to come over. Gee. That's just absurd. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Gears 5, Xbox One controller possible leaks. This thing looks dope. I, yeah, I'm torn. I don't think it... Is it just artwork, or is it actually, like, etched and... No, I, I think it's just artwork. It's like a skin. I actually prefer the CFDs one, to be honest with you. Speaking of CFDs, that game's dead. Yeah, okay. When's the last time you played it, Cal? As okay. soon as one of you guys play with me. Stop it. I tried playing the other day and nobody joined me. I did play the other day. Did you guys day. log in after E3? I did log in. Uh, like right after yeah, E3? I, I've logged I in since E3, yes. Yeah, Scotchy did. I think he got the Halo ship. Uh, I made sure I got a Halo ship to show it off in front of you guys. <laughs> I never play it. But, um, I mean, it looks cool. I kind of like the stand. I would get the stand. The stand it looks is like cool. something you could have airbrushed, though. You it know? does look like something you could easily print out and put it on a sticker that you could buy at like yeah. Staples or something I, like that, and then just put it on your. Oh, I got an E3 prediction 2020. You can customize these controllers, and the, underneath the joystick, you can change the colors to just like this one. Mm, interesting. What is it? Xbox Design Labs 2.0. Yeah, yeah, 2.0. Nice. Uh, all right, uh, games with gold for August 2019. Xbox One is Gears of War 4 and Forza 6. Uh, Xbox 360 is Torchlight and then Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Is I know we pay 10 bucks a month and everyone says this is the greatest deal ever for Gamecast, the Netflix of gaming, blah, blah, blah. But I know Games with Gold is just losing its luster now. Well, that's because Game Pass just crushed it. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, they got to be more creative now. Like, they got to be games that I don't have on Game Pass already to get me excited. See, I think they, to keep it... Uh... Well, they they have people. Yeah. You got to remember though. They're like, I think this is where Scotchy's heading. There's people that d- aren't paying for Game Pass, and they want to get that Gears exposure before Gears Five comes out. In two but I, th- I think for the people that have yeah. Game Pass, they have to make having the game. Well, not because you're paying for gold anyway to do all your yeah, online I, game no, play. Because I, I think you nailed it. It's marketing. Because yeah. Gears Five's coming. Let's get them all hyped up on Gears Four, and then. And Gears 4 was pretty decent. It was good. Forza 6 was good. Yeah. They're both good games that they're uh, releasing. And I like that they're still including the 360 ones in there. It's just... Well, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Torchlight series, but Torchlight... It's Diablo. It came out after Diablo 2. And then supposedly Torchlight 2 is already out. And I heard that there is a remastered port that's coming to console real soon. Yeah, it's from the makers of like Diablo. Yeah, it was like two of the it was like two original Diablo one developers that went and created Torchlight. But yeah, Torchlight two is supposed to be really, really good as well. Um, so I think this again, this is another marketing. Uh, I you're probably gonna see something like Torchlight two console port is gonna be announced at like that Gamescon or whatever it is in Germany. Yeah, oh um, which breaking news Nintendo actually says they're going to Gamescom. Oh nice. Not bad. Um, all right. The at the 
okay, getting into Halo talk. Uh, at the three point, minute. Or, yeah, three minute, 33 second mark of the <laughs> E3 2019 trailer for Halo Infinite, uh, a red f- or a flash of red holograms um, flashes before the Marine, uh, which at first glance looks like a sci fi kind of gibberish crap. Uh, but Zephal, X-E-P-Y-A-L, uh, the person who found the Easter egg, took multiple screenshots of the red bars and compressed them together to make a QR code. He then went on to show that the QR code uh, links uh, people or anyone who clicks to a 40-second audio clip that begins with the sound of footsteps before a voice, which sounds like Cortana, that says, quote, this, this is part this of me. Jeopardy. I don't know why. I don't know how, but it is me. End quote. Do you think that's kind of a play into the uh, a new podcast option for the God, sales I of the new? So. Sh- I hope the TV so. TV series is the Hunter Truth. Man, Hunter Truth was freaking phenomenal. Yeah, that was good. Now, I only I think Cortana becomes a human and Master Chief and her bang and Halo <laughs> uh, Seven starts the the child. <laughs> Master Cortana. You know, it's uh, to, to to combine two talking points too. What's funny is uh, a lot of people don't realize that Ninja used to be a semi-pro Halo player. So I'm very curious to see how they leverage the Ninja Mixer exclusive with Halo coming out. Oh Not if he's PC or PS4, he ain't doing it. This 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 Ninja hard on that Calx got going on. It just I won't know, stop. <laughs> All right. According to Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, Nadella, yeah, shut your mouth. Dana Nutella. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was actually Sony <laughs> that approached Microsoft for the partnership to collaborate on cloud-based services in the future. Why would you say this? Like, who cares? He goes on to you say, "Quote: it. uh, It's a beginning for us. First of all, it's all driven by Sony." Uh, the, he goes on to say, uh, they looked at who are all the partners that they can trust. In fact, it turns out, even though we've competed, we've also partnered, end quote. <laughs> when I was in North Pole with Mrs. Nutella, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we before I went down on her chimney. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he goes on to explain that the collaboration goes both ways. Not only is Sony building new streaming tech around the Microsoft Azure services or servers, sorry, in research, uh, but Sony's own efforts in entertainment, gaming and cameras could also aid Microsoft in quite a few ways. Oh, Connect 3.0. <laughs> I, I know what this is all about. What is it? Oh, give us the inside scoop there, Calc. Oh, we know you and the Herbs have been uh, oh, late. No, it's actually, it, I, I can say it now because it was announced yesterday. The company I work for, we partnered with Microsoft. Uh-oh, a Surface phone. No, we partnered with them for smart cities. We use their Azure Edge, which is IoT, so it's Internet of Things. So, this Satya guy, he's the one that created Azure Cloud. He wants. He's he also wants, the idiot that took away the Connect service. Yeah, and the and the uh, Windows Phone. Right, um, jerk. He wants IoT everything. So this. What is, is just, IoT? Explain it like. It's they're gonna put the shit in like equipped. light poles and the yeah, roads it, it's, and it's, IoT stands for else. Internet of Things. So. Oh, so like uh, my yeah, light bulbs in my house will be like uh, internet router or something. Yep, smoke detectors, refrigerators. Yeah. Like... Great. So now 
everyone will know where everyone is at every time. That's right. And it all communicates. Yeah. And the government so will be watching. So then from here will come. So he, he wanted the he wanted the leverage on Sony products, like their, you know, like he says, their cameras and anything that so Sony makes processor and firmware wise, he's he's looking at it as an avenue to put the Azure Edge, you know, software but, on those devices. Like I was listening to last week's cast, by the way, it's not as good without me. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you were you were talking about this with um Oh, bitch, it's escaping me. Ah, uh, I hate when that happens, Pidge. <laughs> <laughs> Dead space. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so horrible, Pidge. Come on, tell us. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. No, when it's non-gaming, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, I forgot. That'll come to me. I'm All right, moving on. Nintendo Shut News. Up. All right, running from August 7th to August 13th, the first game trial game... First game trial game for Europe is Mario Tennis Aces. The trial grants full access to the game, which will then also be on sale at 33% discount for those who like what they play and want to fully own it. Is this going to come in the future? Uh, there's no word yet on what North America players can expect. EA Game Pass, that's great. Well, I think you just fell into a bottle. No, he's he's playing with his little bendy straw. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, I have my uh, head in my crotch. Um, no, it, do you think this is like EA Access, but it's free? You don't have to pay for the service? Like, you try the game out, see if you like it, you get a discount? Do you think they're going to be able to get something off of your gameplay to help make this better? Like, are you going to have to do, like, a survey yeah. or something at the end of it as to why you're getting the discount? Well, if you're part of the Nintendo Rewards program, or like, I don't know what it is. You used to have to do surveys with every game to get a discount, right? Or like platinum coins towards other games. Yep. I mean, you might have to do that, but I don't know, man. I mean, there, I mean there's got to be idea. some incentive for them to give you a discount on the game, so they've got to be getting <laughs> something out of it. Or they just do it, and then at the end of the trial, everyone gets thirty percent off. You have to try it anyway. Mm. But this game was, I'm, I was curious for this game. My daughter's. Yeah, it looks good. Tennis. Yeah. She wanted um, to get it. So. I'm curious because, I mean, I know that when they showed the Mario Aces game being played, they were showing a lot of Joy-Con usage where you can actually swing the racket and stuff like that in comparison to how you'd play it on the light. Yeah, you just swing the light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah. just like controller play in comparison to the uh, action, like the motion pong. control. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like. Uh, I like the idea. It's a good idea. It's a shame it's not on North America yet. Right. It'll. I mean, if it comes to North America, it'll be, you know, a shitty game, something like, I don't know, Fee for EA Access. Right, right, right. But in Japan, you could. Um, what's the game that they gave you? It, they did this thing in Japan too. It was a trial game. Uh, uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Right. Okay. That was a game. So if you, it was a demo for a week, and then after the week, you can get thirty-three percent off or whatever it was. So eventually, it's, it'll come to North America, hopefully. See any option that's going to give me a discount on the game? I definitely would just give it a try. 
Yeah. It just depends on what they're making you do at the end of it. That it's like, if you have to give your social security number, a facial picture and everything else, like the Russians want (laughs) from you, it's like, I don't know. know, How often do you have sex? Right, right. How many kids do you have? What's their name? What's their social security number? Is your friend Kelk? Right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, The Outer World, Out, sorry, not Outer, Out Worlds Worlds. No, no, it it is. It's Outer Worlds. Misspelling by my part. Yeah. Outer Outer Worlds Worlds is coming to Switch. That's a big thing. No, it, it, no it, it's Outer Worlds, not Outer Worlds World. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pigeon. Pigeons Outworlds Worlds Worlds is coming to Switch. <laughs> Whoa, <World>. double world. <laughs> it's coming to Switch World. All right, so yeah, Outer Worlds is coming huge. to Switch. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think it's almost like, if you, you think about it, it's equivalent to like putting a huge Fallout game on a Switch. Right, right? and that's, that's a, you hit the nail right on the head. That's exactly the game that came to mind when I saw it. Yeah, was uh, well, Fallout? It is the original creator. Fallout or Skyrim? More Fallout. I think it, had, it definitely has a Skyrim-ish type of gameplay and stuff. But I think the look of it has more of a Fallout. Well, this is the company that Microsoft bought. Yes, Obsidian. Obsidian, and they're the original creators of the first Fallout. But right. this game is cross-platform. This the first game that they're going to make next will be the uh, exclusive. exclusive. Yep, exclusive. Yeah. But I'm I'm not going to get. It sounds great on the Switch, but this is a game that you probably need internet for. Even though I don't have internet right now, so I'm pissed off at the internet. But um, do you not have internet game, for your Switch Play? So it's free, right, Cal? Uh, no. Oh, I thought every time you say this game's on Game Pass, so it's like free. <laughs> no, so this is. I think this publisher was chosen before. The Microsoft buyout. So the publisher is the one that decides whether it. No, it is know. coming to game. It is Game Pass. It is Game Pass. Yes. Okay. Cool. I think he's just Duh. poking fun at the fact that you always say it's free on Game Pass, even though we yeah, pay fifteen like, bucks a month or ten bucks a month on Game, game Pass. Pass. So it's free. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, are we getting that game, Outer World? Yeah. No. Uh, I never. I never really. Game Pass. Yeah, I never really got into the Fallout's, but. I never did it either, but it's, I mean, it's a shooty game. Shooty. Fallout was a different kind of shooty game, right? Right, right, yes. It's more tactical, mm. I guess. All right, moving on. Multi-platform news. Call of Duty multiplayer reveal today. Calc, go. <laughs> <laughs> Calc, thoughts, go. Uh, you no wanted comment. it added. Tell us all no about com- these door no physics. Comment. Calc, you were so fed up with me for not adding it, even though I lost, <laughs> lost internet for 12 hours. Let's give us all the door physics you can, de- you can, uh, yeah. Del- del- or del- yeah, dish out. Big, sorry. big news of the day. So, what's up with the, the multiplayer? Go ahead. Calc, thoughts, go. <laughs> it looks phenomenal. All right, Pitch, tell us up. So, you, the door physics, my gosh. <laughs> it's totally right? sold, right? Scott, tell us about door physics. I, I yeah. swear they were. They, it made it look like they were struggling with the door handles, like they couldn't turn it or that it was locked or something like that. I don't know. I was just like, okay, you guys didn't bring keys or a lock pick kit. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to get to all the stuff that happened, but it was a multiplayer reveal, and uh, there was a couple modes that they revealed. One of them was, I'm, I don't know the exact name. how to open a door 2.0. <laughs> well, wait, before you get into the, when, before you get into the modes, then I guess the question, having not seen it, does it feel like they tried to take everything that Rainbow Six Siege does? 
with the destructible environments and the doors and the the breach and entry stuff? I don't think it's um, I don't think it's that extreme. But they don't. It's not destructible. I mean, there is destructible environments, but they made a point to like bullet penetration. Okay. Oh. Oh like my. Can, and also, instead of score streaks, there's kill streaks now. Mm, which, okay. I mean, we haven't played a Call of Duty game in a long time. That's because they got that stupid jump physics crap, like strafing in midair. Shit, it pissed me off. That was the uh, Infinite Warfare. Ugh, yeah, they, they did it. away with that and. Black Ops 4. It's still horrible. Yeah, sorry, Kel. Yeah, but that's what threw me off. I didn't want to go back to it um, after I so saw that. Here's, here's a bunch of points. One, you can do, you can uh, mounting your weapons. Like, if you're behind a wall, you can mount your weapon on top of the wall and start shooting. Okay. Uh, for better accuracy, doors, like we talked about, non-interactive doors acted as more of a roadblock than I expected. Yeah, whatever. It's a door. You open it, you close it, you blow it up, you shoot through it. What else is there to do? <laughs> Kill streaks, like I said, it's not score streaks anymore. I prefer score streaks because even if you're not good, you're still getting assists and stuff. Yeah, true. Um, reloading with aim down sights, like we talked about. I'm surprised there, that hasn't been in the game before. Bullet penetration. There's no classes. Your character's more cosmetic. Gunsmith, there's over 30 to 60 attachments per weapon, which I don't understand how there is. You copy your loadout. I'm going to be really interested to see how that reload while aim down sights is. It's got to be super cool, the animation for it. Yeah. And I'm sure it takes longer than usual. Um, so it probably won't be used as much. They call it John Wick mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. God mode. But, I mean, I'm more interested in in the single player it's supposed to be more gritty and stuff and they said the uh multiplayer is like a separate because all the other call of duties used to take the campaign and try to interpret or take the campaign and put it into the multiplayer like with the same characters the same board the same like stuff but it's supposed to be like a separate thing from the single player mm. so whatever happens in the single player with the big explosion and stuff and all the fantasy it's going to be completely different than the multiplayer, and the multiplayer is supposed to be more realistic. And I don't know. Uh, I, whatever it is, I, I might pre-order this game. Sounds great. Did, did they do away with the um, the you know battle royale type of thing? Mm, you know what? There was something in here that I saw. They have something that's a play off the battle royale. Maybe it was Ground War. They used to have Ground War in other games, too. Yeah, I think so. Before it became, like, uh, 100 players, like the norm for Battle Royale, it used to be up to, like, 50. But I think they're saying Ground War now is in this game, and it's up to 100 players. Okay. So it's, like, 50 on 50. I don't know, man. A good shooting mechanic Call of Duty game could definitely bring us back. I mean, I played Black Ops 4. We I have mean, it. So does, so does Destiny. I mean, the shooting's awesome, man. Especially when you buy it, you, what, two years, three years later, and then try to get everybody back into it? Yeah. Yeah, Kel, why don't you get this game, and we'll catch up later. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right, EA CEO Andrew Wilson has opened up on why the publisher offers limited support for Nintendo Switch. Saying it's because people prefer to play EA games on other platforms. Oh. 
burn. Uh, so EA games on Switch, FIFA 18 and 19 fee and Unravel 2. It's not fee. It's I didn't hilarious. know that. I totally forgot that EA wasn't on this platform. It's fee. It was a <laughs> iron. <laughs> it's iron. All right. What's the periodic table? What What's iron on the periodic table? I say 16. <laughs> nice. 14. Hey, oh, burn. All right. All right what do you, Scott, what do you say? What is it? What fee. Three? <laughs> no, fee. Please. No, fee. Hmm. Um, Wrong. 20, 26. There you go. Okay. All right. So, uh, thoughts on why EA? I mean, is that a good enough excuse? I think it's. I think it's. Yeah. The, the, well, it's a skate around saying we don't think your console is powerful enough. No, I. I. With the amount that they've sold of switches lately, that's that's their yeah, excuse. I don't, I don't. I think this is straight up, like telling the truth. Like it is what it is. Like listen, like. Maybe the console's not as powerful. Maybe I don't want to spit in their face, but everyone has a second console. And to be honest, I think it, the ratio of having two consoles is much higher than everyone expects. Maybe they should have been selling uh, or putting games on it. Maybe Anthem would have did better. Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Kelky bear. <laughs> they should have just put the demo on Switch. Do you think they don't want to um, do like the, you know, whatever magic they have to do to get it to be able to play on the switch they don't want to have to do that anymore as to why he's making this comment oh, yeah they can't get anthem to run on a normal console oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. hey come on i gotta go to bat for that's Nintendo. right yep <laughs> go to bat for nintendo you gotta throw him under the bus i don't know i just i just think he's people don't want to hear it and he's telling the truth and it's it's funny. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's like EA says something, everyone takes it and blows it out of proportion. And I think it's true. I think he's saying like, listen, no one buys stuff on the Switch when they have other consoles. There's no point to put NBA Live or, as Kelk says, his favorite game Anthem on the Switch when they have other consoles that are more powerful. But they have to do additional work for it to get on the Switch too, right? So is it just that they don't want to do the extra work? or Yeah, I mean, there's just yeah, not... It's not, cost, it's not cost effective. Yeah, there's no return on investment right. on it. Yeah. I mean, you'd think so, they'd I want mean, the game to be available to the masses, to everybody. But it sounds like they don't want the extra cost of having yeah, to make it available I, on the I Switch. what they can do is they can do the Ubisoft route and put every game on the Switch as they can. And I'm sure the you know, Assassin's Creed game, you're not gonna you're not gonna get on the Switch. Right. But I uh, I think like their it's not their initiative, but it's their kind of their indie title games like Sea of Solitude, their fees, their Unravel Two. I think those games can be ported to the Switch it's at cost iron. effective. <laughs> I what think, you say? I said it's iron. I think they should keep the FIFA's going though, right? <laughs> That's right up there with ferns. I think they should, at, at minimum, keep the uh, keep the FIFAs on there. Just because I think the mass of the world is playing FIFA, and I think it's something that anybody who has any consoles is going to be trying or playing anywhere they have it. Mm. I don't know. That's mm. uh, that's the minimum I think that they should at least continue with, but that's just me. Iron. Yeah. Can you guys hear me okay? Now yeah, we can. Really Much better clear. now. Um, really clear? I'm not using the earbuds now. They died on me. Oh, uh, that's good. 
All right, Kelk, uh, if you're getting one game this holiday, which one is it? Give up? Garfield Kart. Yeah. <laughs> it's Furious Racing for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC Steam. And it's due out November 5th. It's as, long got, as, I, as long as I can be Odie. It's got Dave driving, and it looks like Twisted Metal meets <laughs> Wait, Garfield. Did you say it's, Dave? It's John, isn't it? It's John. Oh, is it John? <laughs> I thought it was Dave for some reason. Pigeon, what is he drinking? Wait a minute. His name's Dave Garfield. (laughs) (laughs) It's Dave. Dave's not here, man. That's a Ferns moment. That's awesome. Ferns, (laughs) Iron, and Dave. Dave. (laughs) I'm going to get tattoos of all three of those. Shit, that's awesome. All across all three of your testicles. (laughs) And no regrets on my arm. Or by your... No regrets. Regerts. Regerts. Real quick on this one. Zombieland. Double tap video game is coming to consoles and PC. (laughs) He said regrets. (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit. I'm gone. Nice. All right. So the 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 Zombieland Double Tap movie looks great. I don't know if I'm down for a video game of this. I mean, at least the the screenshot that I see of it looks bad. Did it, run, it looks like a Smash TV game. It could be pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Now that you mention it with that, maybe. But it would be. I mean, it would have to be priced at like you know. 15 bucks. bucks yeah exactly yeah, it, it is a um it is a twin stick shooter so i wonder if the real voice characters are going to be in it speaking of zombie land double tap trailer did you guys watch it yes yes the is it abigail breslin i think their actress's name the young girl who was in it last time yeah okay no offense but is her teeth look like they're all weird looking all messed out <laughs> no, no holy shit calc teeth. <laughs> no regrets on the methed out teeth. <laughs> no, it just looks like they're all like, I don't know, blacked out and like thin. <laughs> <laughs> there are no regrets, I mean, right? No regrets on the on the methed out teeth. God, what kind of wood you got going on there? <laughs> He's killing it. Nice. All right, last one. <laughs> um Wait, wow. Oh, we pulled out the one no, I was going to do. No, get rid of that one. Go to the last. Yeah, a uh, new rumor has surfaced claiming that Rockstar Games is currently working on a remake of Red Dead Redemption that will release sometime in 2020 or early 2021, which presumably suggests it's in development for both PS4 and PS5 and Xbox One and Xbox Scarlet. And maybe PC as well. Uh, it also shares interesting tidbits about the remake, alongside revealing that Rockstar is also working on Red Dead Redemption 2 story DLC featuring aliens. Ooh. Uh, hey, Scotchy, what's it going to take for us to play this game? <laughs> I, I don't uh, know. What's going to take is the DLC has Giorgio Sokolos from me. I was going to say. A month-long vacation. Ancient aliens. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I didn't put two and two together when Pigeon said that name. But now that yeah, mentioned it, yes, one hundred percent. I would play it if he was in that. The other guy, the other I forget his name. It's, it's, it's not the guy who died with the long hair that had like no, the Italian no, accent. The guy with the glasses. He's like, and some kind of aliens are there. That'd be great if they had like the DLC was aliens and it had all the um, like it had like a. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard, 
it had Giorgio in there. Scientology? <laughs> yeah. Like all all these like people and they were like DLC or um NPC characters. Nice. That'd be pretty good. But I um on the negative side, why would anyone buy a remake of this when you can get it enhanced on Xbox One X? Well, I think that's it it is a, like an enhanced remake, I think is what they're saying. Calc, yeah, I but, got a question. Do you yeah, think but isn't the Xbox I'm sorry? But isn't the game, isn't Xbox One X, doesn't it enhance it to 4K? It does, and supposedly it looks really, really good. But the textures and the lighting and stuff aren't really upgraded, though. Okay, Mm -hmm. gotcha. All right, Scott, sorry. Uh, Calc, I was just going to say, do you think Pigeon's like a sign spinner? And he takes that to the next level with his (laughs) phone when he's doing this shit on his phone? Because he keeps like... (laughs) In and out of the fucking volume here. Dude, I'm telling you, like... (laughs) Something weird's going on down here. <laughs> Tanya, it's the Russians, man. The Russians are coming in. They're finally that, well, Maybe it's the guy in Vietnam. Hanoi, Hanoi, Vietnam. That and uh, aren't they getting ready to rush Area 51 soon? <laughs> That's right. They're prepping yeah, in. They're about, prepping like, in around Houston. Miles away from <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving now. Just, yeah, they're starting the march. <laughs> All right. With my spinny sign. Yeah, let's take one last break, and we'll be back with Diary of the Mouth. Who's B's not-so-hot hot sauce? When your taco packs a little too much punch, or your burrito burns a little warmer than your sphincter can handle, try Ho's B's not-so-hot hot sauce. We're... What the hell did you write here? We swear you've had milk with more bite. All right, we're Go. back with Diarrhea of the Mouth. Pigeon, what are you drinking? Same thing, worldwide stout, dogfish at Milton, Delaware. And wait, <laughs> speaking of Delaware, isn't stupid Joe Biden from Delaware? Uh, no, he's technically from Pennsylvania and he left him high and dry, didn't he? Isn't that what the big uh, argument is? I don't know, but go visit Joe 3303. Okay. Uh, no, worldwide no, stout, Milton, no, Delaware. No. Uh, it's Milton, Delaware. Darking colors, 16.25% alcohol. Right. Kelk? Uh, water. He's trying Man. to wash down that let phlegm from Scotchy's meat being in his mouth. And uh, I'm drinking <laughs> what the... What is old... meth teeth? <laughs> I'm drinking the old Rasputin. I'm wrapping it up at a North Coast uh, Brewing Company. It's a Russian Imperial Stout from Fort Bragg, California. Black, 9% alcohol. All right. So since the seven-year-old boy's surgery last month... He now has 21 teeth instead of his unprecedented, oh my god, I hate that word, 526. Wait, why do you hate that word? It's just, it's way overused. It's like, it's been beaten to death. That word has been beaten to death well, since the last election. Well, it's unprecedented on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, many of which were discovered inside a sack embedded in his lower jaw. Inside Kelk's balls. <laughs> so, doctor... We got, we got a recurring pattern on this show, too, with teeth. Prathaba... <laughs> Russian deep. Dr. Prathaba Romney, Romani, from Romani, uh, the head of oral and maxillofacial pathology at, (laughs) you're an asshole, (laughs) Savitha Dental College and Hospital in India, explained that his team learned of the boy's jaw sack filled with abnormal (laughs) teeth, that's quote unquote abnormal teeth, after he received x rays and scans. 
Every human's got a ball sack and a jaw sack. Yeah, yeah what I'm just saying, I didn't know where I had a jaw sack. This, is, this kid had a total of, there were, he goes on to say, quote, there were a total of 526 teeth. If you look at the x-ray, though, it's I like how it's not really teeth. They just, like, took his jaw out and bone fragments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, aren't teeth made of the same material as bone? Oh, no, yeah, but that's what I'm I saying. They're, Maybe they're they the weren't same. even Cal, really teeth. Cal's body's made of, of teeth. <laughs> they, they just, like, took part of his jaw out because it was broken in pieces. So, Cal, when you were complaining about your... Uh, Ingrown toenail a couple years ago. Was that just your tooth you broke <laughs> in your foot? Snaggle tooth. Oh my we god! Found 526 stack of teeth in his foot. Dude, I'm telling you, this kid was the human shark. Uh oh, you know what I gotta say about that. Baby shark. <laughs> Grandma shark. Yeah, you're a little late to that whole the uh, song. Oh my god, that song. Sucks. I'm not. Oh my god, my daughter plays it all the time. <laughs> All right. Uh, questions from listeners. Our first question comes from at. Well, Maybe. should we let him read it? Yeah, go ahead. This is Pegleg. Okay, so let's get serious for once. How much did you miss me guys last week in the past two weeks? Mm. And, and not seeing Scott in New Jersey was by design, of course. Yeah, I know. I could tell. Jerk. <laughs> you mad, bro? Yeah, you suck. I'm going out for Celta visit. I figured. <laughs> I figured if it was him coming down, you were looking for some keto diet in your uh, in your life. So, <laughs> Cal, you want to go get a want to go out the gate? Uh, Cal, what do you want to? You got like iceberg lettuce. We were gonna go do a Taco Bell run together. <laughs> Cal, what do you want? My treat: Diablo sauce. <laughs> Just five packets. Diablo sauce and romaine lettuce. Cal, you know how long that took me to get? Yeah, I can imagine. Three minutes. Three what? visits, nice. I was going to say, you, knowing you, you probably just went up and asked somebody to give you handfuls. No, you know what I know Because I don't know how you're talking about. I don't know how you do it down in Buckleyville. But down here, they just have the taco sauce available for anybody to grab straws, napkins. Whatever. Yeah, in the bins, yeah. So what I do is I, I say, oh, I order my phone. I say, like, can I have a to-go bag, too, when it comes out? Sure. And I just fill halfway up. <laughs> <laughs> I make sure they're not looking. I feel like a criminal, even though it probably doesn't make me a criminal. <laughs> I feel like a criminal. But anyway, I was holding out for Kel. No, but honestly, it was it was an hour plus ride to you, Scott. You couldn't have made the extra hour ride. To come. <laughs> yeah, oh <my> the, the two the two hour and twenty minute ride that I made already. He couldn't take I the forty five minutes out of his life to come to me. Calc, listen, I flew 1,500 miles to see him. The least he could do is drive the extra hour. Mm-hmm. I flew three and a half. He drove two and a half. You know, we could have met in, like, Tom's River. That's he wanted, further he away. Wanted to go That's further north. Like, Jackass. Yeah, but dude. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you wanted to wade into the ocean holding hands. Oh, stuff. my God. That's probably good that you didn't go, Pidge. You probably would have broke your back again. Oh my gosh, what was the beach like six miles long or something? No, the waves were like five and six foot, and there was such a freaking, uh, there was an undertow, like with the rip tide and everything. Oh my God, it was Wait, horrible. Did you go after, did you go the one day after it was like a thunderstorm at night? Yeah. Oh my gosh, my daughter had surf lessons in the morning. The, temp, the water temperature was like 50 degrees. Yeah, it was it was cold, and the, the current and the waves were ridiculous. It was, ama- oh my gosh, it was yeah, crazy. They, they didn't surf, they went up to like knee high, and they're like, don't go any further. And some dude went out who was instructor on the class. Uh, he went up to his his hip 
he got he got drawn out and he sprained his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm they like, found oh him in God. Florida. Like, yeah, Florida. And ten year olds uh, go surfing. Go yeah, no, you they should have you should have met up though, Scott. You needed help with the sunblock. Um, <laughs> shut up. I oh did. My oh my god! The first day. Dude, I had striping on me. It, you could see where the spray nozzle from the um, because Nicole for some reason doesn't like using regular lotion. She has to get the spray bottle shit. So you could see like the spray streaks. Like I, I took it afterwards <laughs> and I like rubbed it on, but it didn't matter. It's like you could see where the bottle like sprayed on my skin, and that was white, and everything else around it was red, even though <laughs> I, like I rubbed it on. Sunburn big time. That's ridiculous. Oh, really bad. All oh, my love handles. I thought I, I thought you could smell bacon. Like with as bad as my love handles got red. Love handles, my puppas, the uh, back by the armpit in the front. Okay. I was burnt to shit. (laughs) I think I made some like bacon nuggets or something. Ridiculous how freaking bad it was. Uh, I'm still just, uh, it's just now going away and it's starting to itch now. I'm kind of glad Kelsey didn't come down. I'd probably be blinded by his shine all the head. (laughs) He does oil that thing up quite often. All right. Well, thank you for the question, Pigeon Peg Leg. You suck. I don't need some black. I I'm, I'm glad I brought the black and blue down for a ride in the car. It was great. No, you didn't. <laughs> anyway. All right. Our next question and last question comes from at Boobies. You'll never know. It's B-O-O-B-E-E-S. What is it? I hate bees. With all my soul, they're useless. All they do is buzz around, bother me, and sting me. I don't get it. Just because I try to punch them and throw shit at their house uh, doesn't give you the right to assault me. That's why I hate them. And now I hate Papa John's. They created the world's first pizza designed exclusively for bees. Yes, it's the Beeza. Dumb, right? So who's getting the, uh, this with their XL two-topping pizza for 12 bucks? Would you try it? Where yeah, to- this guy doesn't like Papa John's. He's just throwing deals out there. <laughs> well, you can make a total bad, bad joke out of this where the bees go on vacation. An extra large two topping for 12 bucks. Would you try it? No, I don't like Papa John's. I've never, I don't think I've ever had it, and I don't think I ever will. Wait, I want to get back to Kelk and his meth teeth. On this, last <laughs> he can't eat no. pizza because of how bad his meth teeth are. Yeah. <laughs> I gum the pizza down. <laughs> no, Kelk, we thought about bad joke with this. Where do bees go on vacation? Papa John's? Ibiza. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is Ibiza? Isn't that that, uh, what the hell is that one island down in the Caribbean? Yeah, it's an island, Ibiza. Or is that the oh, one that's over south of No one goes there, Calc. Only Calc wants to go there. Where the hell is Ibiza? <laughs> Did I ruin Calc's joke? <laughs> it's like, a Spanish island in the Mediterranean. Okay, it's off the coast of Good. Spain. Ibiza, whatever you mm-hmm. call it. Yeah, I think it's a Ibiza, not Ibiza. Calc, I hate you. are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is, this is so dumb. So what is it? It's got like flowers in it. It's got pollen and looks like stupid flowers in it. Scotch. What flowers are they? They look like orchids or something. <laughs> Looks like a headpiece from Sweden. Kind of, sort of. To be honest with you, one of the uh, was that the maypole head headdress or what the hell is that called? Did Wait you see the, Did you see the trailer for that movie? What is it? Midsummer or that horror movie? Oh my movie? gosh, it looks so good. Yeah, that's the Midsummer Festival where they do the maypole dance and everything and have the Santa Lucia. Yes. Who's the, the director? He did a movie recently. Scotch, you didn't see the trailer. I was going to send it to you. 
Uh, I heard about it. I don't think I saw the trailer for it. I got. I watched this other movie. It was really good. I'm gonna look up the director right now. Um, oh, you don't know it? Ah, oh, it's so um, annoying. Oh. <laughs> two for two tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. oh, now I get it. Anyway, so the Biza pizza, dumb, right? Yeah. There you go. Yes. It is. It's super dumb. And why would they waste money on making a little cardboard box for it too? Because it's keto friendly. <laughs> it's totally keto friendly, right? Cow thoughts go. It's made with cauliflower. <laughs> made of cauliflower. That sounds like the worst pizza ever. So, who's getting their extra large two topping pizza for twelve bucks? Um, I might tomorrow. You get it's Papa Friday. John's down in Tejas. It's Friday. Would you Would you get this or the uh, dollar tacos from Burger King? No. Speaking of tacos, I had the down here. We have Jack in a Box. You guys don't have Jack in a Box. I don't think we do, but it goes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you can get five mini tacos for a dollar, or five for twenty-five. I don't know why they make that difference. It's both the same, but um, they're not that good. But the Burger King taco I heard was terrible. Terrible, horrible. Yeah, just go to Taco Bell. Pay for like a dollar twenty-five for a. Dollar. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to see who has the better beef, Taco Bell or Burger King. Where's mm. the beef? And then would you try this Biza pizza? Uh, I would. I would try it, but I would never buy it from Papa John's. So it better be if somebody yeah, else. If somebody else's. I thought Scott's be all for this. He loves the honey bees that pollinate, cross pollinate. Dude, if there weren't any bees, that you wouldn't be around. Just so you know. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying that no bees, no food. We need bees. We came from single cell amoebas from the ocean. There's no bees in the ocean, so I think we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. We probably let me know when you can breathe underwater, pitch boy. He's he's got that Texas mindset. That's now. it. Let me know when you can breathe underwater again, and we'll we'll go from there. <laughs> let me know when you can fly again. You jerk. <laughs> We'd be a smarter bunch without them. Ah, uh, shit. All right, did you figure out who that uh, director was? Looking it up, it's, it's difficult. Oh, you don't know it off the top of your... Ah, oh, it's so bad. No, but it keeps, oh, keeps on bringing up. It's Dead oh, Space. Oh, Hereditary. Hereditary. That's his name? Is that his last name or his first name? No, no, it's not his name. His name's Ari Aster, and he directed the movie Hereditary on Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, beer thoughts. Pidge. Or no, thank you for the question at Boobies. Too bad you're a bee hater. All right, Kelk, thoughts on your water and your scotch? Scotch is fantastic. Okay, food pairing. Kelk pairing. Phlegm. Uh, yeah, a side of phlegm. Uh, <laughs> a side? It's more like a buffet. <laughs> Give me some um, pad thai. Ew. Okay. Uh, Pitch, uh, your I'm thoughts? I'm Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Worldwide Stout and Sink Tank is a yay. Out of the two, I prefer the Worldwide Stout. Okay. And uh, my, oh, should I head the two, the Lime Goss and my uh, Old Rasputin. Uh, they're both yays. Um, I think I like the Old Rasputin better than I like the Lime Goss. The Lime Goss was good. I just, I don't know if Lime and Beer goes great Art. together, but it, uh, Victor did a good job with Lime. 
too tart or is it tart or is it sour no, it's both just because it's the goss it's got that sourness to it but the lime gives it the tart flavor but lime just has a, a distinct thing like you have i don't know it's i don't think lime in a beer does it well i think the lemon's usually better fit i don't know why yeah. anyway all right yeah he's though all right that's the Wait. show what i was gonna say you're supposed to do a step but i forgot you had the old restaurant Yes, yeah, old Rasputin was EA. All right, uh, that's the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate your time, taking it out to listen to us, BS about crap and everything else. And uh, teeth. Yeah, Kelk's meth teeth. <laughs> um, thank you guys for coming back week after week and listening to us. If you get a chance, uh, again, hit that like button, hit that, you know, the thumbs up, whatever that is that's on there. Uh, give us, um, get us out there to the masses so we can get some more people listening. Uh, if you get a chance and you have any questions for us, please uh, send them out to thelittlecouch at gmail.com. Um, or you can hit us up at the little couch on Twitter with any of those questions. We also are still posting to Patreon. If you guys have an extra dollar in your pocket that you want us to have, feel free to do that. Um, you can hit us there and listen to us there, you know, all that type of stuff. Otherwise, uh, we will catch you guys next week. And thanks again for listening. Later. Do you think Kelk check us out? Thank you.